Daniel. Hello, everyone. Good morning. Thank you, Emma and Juanita. <laughs> I was so nervous because the, 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 the PowerPoint that I made is not working before, but with these two amazing ladies, it's now working. <laughs> so there's not much pressure. Um, so, yes, we were talking last week about, uh, Pastor Ben talked about the armor of faith, not the armor, the armor of God. And uh, today, I've finished, I actually I've finished my preaching when I was in the hospital. If anyone remembered you that Jester has been in the hospital for two nights, he, he fell and then he uh, was broken. And I was like so questioning about God because there's so much happening, question, uh, you know, about my faith. We've been sick. And then right there on that Friday night, we received a text that, Jester has broken his arm. And I said, oh, that's just an arm. But when I saw his arm, I just cried. I cannot take it. And when I was in the hospital, I asked, why, Lord? Why? And on the second night, I finished that one, Faith. So it's titled F4WF. But, yeah, say it again, please. So it is... That's my problem. Why, do, why it doesn't listen to me? I don't know. Faith with works and work with faith is actually a continuation of what Damian was saying. So we're all in the same page at this moment. Um, but let me say a little prayer, please, before we go on. Because it's only through the Holy Spirit that we'll be able to understand the word of God. Father God in heaven, I humbly come before your throne at this moment, O oh Lord. All together, we praise your name, O oh God. And you are the most important person in this place. And because of you, each of one, each one of us are also important, O oh God. Lord, let your Holy Spirit be the teacher, not me, O oh Jesus. Not by my power, nor by my might, but through the Holy Spirit. Lord, let everyone, each in every one of us, O oh God, will acknowledge and experience that sweet fellowship with the Holy Spirit, oh God, that through you, through you alone, we'll be able to learn and understand what you are saying right now. Yes, Lord, not my weaknesses be shown, but your power and your greatness. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 <laughs> uh, just to pacify, I can make two promises at this moment. Um, I won't make it very long, the first one. And the second one, I cannot make that promise, really. <laughs> so, uh, but I will try my very best. So we will be talking about faith. So what is faith? Yes, uh, last week we talked about the armor of God. And one of those armors is the shield of faith. It was said there that in all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. Isn't it so amazing? Can you imagine wearing a shield and then someone throwing the darts on you and you just gone back to them? And that is really powerful. What is faith? According to Wikipedia... Faith derived from Latin 
fides, I don't know if I say it correctly, an old French fade is confidence or trust in a person, thing, or concept. In the concept of religion, one can define faith as confidence or trust in a particular system of religious belief. But what is faith according to the Bible? According to Hebrews 11.1, 1, now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. So this faith is something that we hope for. It is something that we do not, that we see. Do, do you get the, the point that if I will see that I have faith that this, what do you call this? We call it rostrum. <laughs> I don't know what they call it in Australia. That this one exists and it's already there. It's not faith. Do, do you get what I mean? But if I will say that, um, what, what are we still missing here? If I will say that um, there'll be a bigger piano here, is the bigger piano already here? No, but we believe that one day there'll be a bigger piano here. If, you know, God will provide. That is the difference. So something that we do not see and we believe in it, it's not faith anymore. But something that we don't see, but we still believe that's faith. But in, uh, oh, I cannot see on top of that. That's in James. But someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without your works and I will show you my faith by my works. You believe that there is one God. You do well. Even the demons believe and tremble. But do you want to know, O oh foolish man, that faith without works is dead? Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered Isaac his son on the altar? Do you see that faith was working together with his works and by works faith was made perfect? And the scripture was fulfilled which says, Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness and he was called the friend of God. You see then that a man is justified by works and not by faith only. One of the greatest challenges about our faith is that if we don't do something and other people will tell us, where is your faith? You know, you say that this is going to happen to you, but where is it? Why are you not working? Why are you not doing things according to what you are saying? I mean, being a Christian inside a church is so easy, but the challenge, you all know that, that outside the church is so hard to manifest our faith because people will challenge us and they will always say, where is the work? You know, faith without works is dead. But I want to share with you this morning that that faith with works, it's a work with faith. You know, when you are working with faith, it doesn't mean that you are working on your own self, but you are working with the one that you have faith with. You know what I mean? It's not that I have faith and I will do it on my own. Before, when I left my professional work, and I, will tell, and I went to a full-time ministry, and I will tell people, my employer is the Lord. But, you know, here I cannot 
say to, oh, dear Vodafone, uh, please, I cannot pay today because the Lord hasn't paid me yet. You know, can you say that? Of course you can't. That is, the, that is a big difference of, you know, how can I show my faith with work? I mean, and I had struggled with that. It is so difficult. I used to say that on Sunday, if you are working, you are the poorest of the poor. Because on Sundays, you must be at church. But if I say it to, to you now, you'll be upset with me. Because on Sundays, the rate is how much? 75 or triple or double. You know, you see now the difference. How faith works. And I discovered on that Sunday night, God revealed to me that faith doesn't depend on the circumstances or what you are doing. But that faith that you have in us depends, depends on who the God that we are giving our faith to. That is the greatest thing. And I, I will point out four points here. What kind of faith that we have to do so that that faith has works. You know, because there's always a question, you have faith, but you don't work. You have faith, but it doesn't work. My friends, brothers and sisters, number one, faith that knows priority. Our faith should know what is our priority. And as a human being created by God, what is our greatest priority? And it was stated in Matthew 6, 33, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. So what is the priority of our faith? The priority of our faith is that we have the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And what is the kingdom of God? Jesus has been talking about that. The kingdom of God is salvation itself. Have we had Jesus? Have we received Jesus in our heart and accepted him as Lord and Savior? Our faith, that foundation has been already laid. And that is the kingdom of God and his righteousness. We can do so much work, but if it contradicts on the, our priority... It is not faith with works. It is just faith on our own self. Because the greatest enemy of our own actually is not just other people but ourselves. It is so easy to put our faith in ourselves. And God is asking us that he should be our first priority. And what will be the manifestation of that? That is a worry-free life. Every one of us has worry. Do you? If you said no, if I say no, you wouldn't believe it. I'll be lying. <laughs> you know? Because every one of us, especially you know, when the postman came and you check your uh, mailbox and you have a love letter from uh, whatever bills is that, you know, and you have no money, you worry. You, you worry, but the manifestation is worry-free. It doesn't mean that you don't work or you just uh, uh, spend your money, um, you know, use, uselessly or worthlessly, but you have the wisdom. But it doesn't mean that 
if you have a problem, if you have something that you want to pay, that you will not seek his kingdom and his righteousness anymore. So that is the faith with works. It doesn't mean that you don't have faith when you work, but when you work, you should have faith. You know, when you work, you are working worry-free because you believe that there is a God who provides whatever you do. You know, it's not that you know, I'm looking for a job and I don't get a job and then I will say, ah, oh, I might just go to the lottery and buy a lottery ticket so that because, you know, he might. The priority then has been diverted. Where is our faith now? So I hope you are getting what I'm trying to say, that when you are worry-free, it doesn't mean that you doesn't care. It doesn't mean that you don't care. You know, when I said that the Lord is my employer, I didn't mean to say that, you know, God will bring down uh, one million in front of me, and then that's my salary. And I will tell people, but really, I always tell people, where are you working now? And I will say, I'm working with the Lord, and he is my employer. And then when he paid me, he'll going to pay me big. You know, it's just, if you, if you hear that here, oh, you're crazy, you know. But at least in the Philippines, they believe me, you know. But it is so difficult, you know, it's so difficult here to say that. I mean, please forgive, please forgive me if I continue giving examples about the Philippines because I cannot really separate myself from the Philippines and... Yeah, otherwise I'll be talking about Germany, and you wouldn't believe, <laughs> you know, because I'm not from there. So, and number, number two is faith that works, that knows the promise. If you have the faith in God, you know His promises. So that even if you're in a situation that's not good at the moment, you still have the promises. You know the promise, promise. And that's what happened to Abraham. You know, Abraham, by faith, Abraham, when God tested him, offered Isaac as a sacrifice. He who had embraced the promises was about to sacrifice his one and only son. You know, if, if at this time God will tell us, you know, you have to sacrifice your son, what, what, what are you going to do? I think at first, oh, is that really you, God? You know, it's like you will question it. Is that really you, God? But Abraham, by faith, he did not question. He did not question anything. He did not say, you know, you have given me Isaac, and then now you want me to, to give it back to you. But he just did it. When Jethro had that broken arm, I went back to the promise, because he will always sell, tell me that, Mom, call me Pastor Jethro. And that has been, you know, I took it serious, seriously, and then I took it as a promise from God. That's why when he, you know, he had, he had all these marks here because he, he flew from the, you know, swing, but he did not die. So he just, he just had this mark, and then he, he fell on the stair and had another mark on his forehead, but then he did not die. When I saw him in the hospital, I just remember that. You know, it wasn't was easy. But I remember that God has promised that to me. You know, God has promised that to me. Just in the same way that God has promised to Abraham, we all have our own promises. When we became born again, do you have promises with you that you always cling on? 
For me, it's always John 15, 16. That wherever you, you did not choose me, but I have chosen you for you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last, that wherever you ask in my name will be given to you by the Father. That's what I always claim. And that promise, whatever situation you are in, you just have to go back. And that, my friend, is a faith with works. You know, you work that you remember for the promise. It doesn't mean that you work, that you do it on your own, but you go back to where you put your faith on. So that is number two. So number one, what was number one? Faith that knows priority. And number two, faith that knows the promise. And you, we can only do that if we read the Word of God. That is through the Word of God. We cannot get promises from other people because just like what I said before, all the promises are meant to be broken. It's only God's promise that will never, ever be broken. And number three, faith that knows the purpose. In 1 Corinthians 10.31, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Our main purpose is to honor and glorify God, and that is worship. That is worship. The faith that with works and we work with faith is that we know our purpose. We know our purpose. Our purpose here is not just to work and pay the bills. Our purpose is to honor and glorify the Lord. Even in our work, we glorify Him, we honor Him. Even in the things that whatever we do, we always honor and glorify the Lord. And that, my friend, is our purpose. It wouldn't always be easy. You know, you don't like your job. Not most of us love what we are doing, do you? But, you, you know, you just say, I just have to do it, you know, because otherwise... I wouldn't have any job. Have you experienced doing something that you don't really want to do, but you just have to do it because you need to? But God, when you honor and glorify him, you will surely love and enjoy whatever you are doing. Even at first you think you don't want to do it. It is because you have the faith that you are doing it, not because you want it or you like it, but you are doing this for the purpose of honoring and glorifying the Lord. I mean, it was so difficult when I came here in Australia because my first job was cleaning, cleaning in a hotel. And in the afternoon, the manager told me, if I will let you stay here for longer, all the guests will be lining up and you're still not finished. Because I was so slow. You know, I cannot make the bed right away. I cannot clean everything because I don't know. But then after that, they, he kicked me out. So I said, but I cannot still find a job. So I ABN as a cleaner, soul trading. So I cleaned and I don't like cleaning. That's the main job that I don't really like. But God has... When I was cleaning a toilet, and it's off the record, it's the toilet is, it's, the toilet is still all right, isn't it? 
Yeah, the word toilet is okay. <laughs> so when I was cleaning the toilet, I was like, oh, I don't really love it. I don't really like it. But when God has reminded me again that you're not doing this just for the sake of doing that, but you are doing this because that was like I have given you at the moment. And then it was just a blink of an eye, and then I just love it. And uh, I just enjoyed cleaning. I will sing while I was, I'm, sit, I'm cleaning, you know. And there are so many times that I've made, you know, like short preachings during those times because it's like sometimes I'm alone in cleaning there in uh in semaphore, and I will just pretend like I'll sing, and then I'll preach something like this and this, you know, and I enjoy it. And then the next time, I don't want to do AIDS care. I don't really want to do because I can't, I can't, but I have to study. And then God revealed to me, you know, you get promoted. It's not just the toilet that you're going to clean. It's the real source that you have to clean now. So I said, oh, praise God, I'll have that honor. You know, it's like I will have that honor. And I enjoyed it. And then at the time, but I can't really stay on that job. So I started again. And right now, tomorrow, I will have my medical test to do lifestyle job, and that's what I really like to do. I'll be just, you know, I did my placement, and what I, what I was just doing there is just talk to people, dance in front of them, make them laugh, you know, just, just be whatever that I want to do. And tomorrow I'll be having my medical test to get that job, and hopefully I will be able to get that. And, but um, my friend... The reminder here is not about what we are doing, but why we are doing it and who we are doing it for. When you look at people and you see Jesus in them, you, your perspective will change. Your perspective will change. When I get upset with my husband and I, oh, I just have to be reminded, I have to look at him like Jesus, it just changed, you know. And it's, it's, it's the same thing, I think, for everyone that, you know, you just have to do that. So the last thing, <laughs> it's okay. You can laugh. Face that perseveres. And that's what Damian was saying just a moment ago. That, you know, it's already been said. <laughs> God has been so good. Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds. Because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. Perseverance must finish it, its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. A faith with works is work with faith that knows how to persevere. Because, you know, when you pray and you have faith, it doesn't just happen in one click. You know, it doesn't happen. God is not a genie that you, you put him out of the bottle and then you ask and then right away it's there. You know, God is developing perseverance in our heart so that so that we'll be able to do greater things and do more things than what just what other people are expected. I made it a little bit of, just for example, if we have the, this shield, this is the shield that we have. Remember we have the full armor and we're going on a war? Can you imagine if you don't have that faith 
that shield of faith, what will happen is that, you know, when someone throws us, like, I don't have a, I don't have a shield, but I have armor and someone will throw us something you know like the dart just just like that you know you're not really good hit <laughs> so it's like you know when we are as a christian it's it doesn't mean that we always walking in a good you know like a good goody goody thing and you're always happy and you know everything in you know in every situation there's always challenges and there's always people who will throw darts in us you know I, will, I, 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 will, I won't say that they're the devil himself, but sometimes they're being used. You know, it's being used. And that's why um, Steve said that our battle is not physical. It's spiritual because it's the enemy who's using the... It's, it's, it's sad to say that, you know, you're being used by the enemy. I mean, I wouldn't accept it sometimes, but sometimes it is true. You know, it's like... Okay, the enemy is trying to hit me and I don't have any shield. You know, what will happen? I will be distracted. You know, just like what happened, I get distracted. But if I have the shield, if someone will hit me and, you know, I have this shield of faith, oh. <laughs> you know, if someone hits me, and I have the shield, I will not be distracted because it will just, you know, just like that. But you know why we are always delayed? Why we are always derailed? Because we lack faith. We lack faith. And when someone throws us a dart or something, we get distracted. And sometimes we even, um, what do you call this in English? <laughs> you even pick up the darts that has been thrown to you and then linger on it and then care for it and then you have some pity party like what you're saying oh my gosh you know they don't believe me they don't you know all those starts that's going on you just embrace it but if you have the shield whatever you just you know and you just go dancing in the storm you know like because if you have the shield like it looks like this you know, and you're just happy. You are happy with the faith. It doesn't, you know, when you say you're a Christian, it doesn't mean that you don't have a problem. But it matters a lot if I, if I see you that you're a Christian and you're always grumpy and you're always complaining and you're always like, you know, like throwing everything to everyone, blaming everyone for what's going on in your life without admitting that, you know, it's my fault. You know, everything, when you go to the church, you complain about the preaching because, oh, it's not good enough. But I tell you, my friend, that even one single word from the Lord of God if you yourself have your own faith, it will make you cry. It will hit you in the heart. The praise and worship, it doesn't depend on the instrumentalist. It doesn't depend on the singer. It does depend on your heart. It depends where your heart is. It depends. And that joy, my friend, does not depend on what's going on outside, but what's inside. 
what is inside. I mean, sometimes people will call me crazy because even if I'm walking, I, I feel like I'm dancing. You know, it's like you always have that kind of joy. But that joy, my friend, cannot be taken out from you. People, you know, thief can just get your money or whatever possession you have, but the joy of salvation is always in you. I'm, I'm almost finished. So let us be faithfully working with the Lord and faithfully trust that he will do his. You know, just like what the example Pastor Ben has before about the captain, if you don't trust the captain of the boat, you will not be in there. But what if you're not still there? So we have to get in the boat and trust the captain. will Have you been to the airplane? When you get in the airplane, you don't complain. That, oh, you know, oh my gosh. You know, when you're just on the stairs, you will not say, oh my gosh, this, this, this plane will going to crash. This plane will going to crash because I don't know the pilot. But imagine your life. Why do you always worry? Why do you always freak out? You know the God who are you serving? Why do you freak out? Oh, tomorrow I don't have any food. Tomorrow, you always have a food here in Australia. It's not your problem. <laughs> not in the Philippines, though, because we experience not having food at the table. And then we just pretend we have food. You know, I, but, you know, the kids, it's so easy for the kids to tell them that, I, I have eight kids before with me, and if we have no food, I will just tell them that if we don't have food, let us pray that God will not make us hungry. And if we feel hungry, let us pray that we don't get sick. And if we get sick, let us pray that we don't die. And if, you know, if we die, it's okay, we'll all go to heaven. And all the kids were happy. They said, oh, we're going to go to heaven. You know, but if you say that to a mature person, you're crazy. You're going to die. You know, we're going to freak out. But the one thing is this. Children is so easy because they have that kind of faith. Because you know what? Because they don't know so many things. They don't know so many things. But as an adult, we know so many things. We know what to do. We know which to go. That's why our faith lesson. But at this very moment, God is asking us that faith isn't even come from us. That's why we are praying. That's why we are praying. And you know, when I have a shield and the enemy is far, do you know he can hit me hard with my shield? No. I will not be even trembling. But this is a challenge and also a reminder the darts will always come from someone near. And if the dart comes from near, you imagine that it doesn't come from the outside. It doesn't come from, you know, people that you don't know. It comes from the people that you dearly love. It comes from the people who are inside the church. It comes from the people who are your friends. That's how the enemy is manipulating because you can't get really hurt if someone's throwing a dart so far from you. So my friend, this is a reminder that our faith should all be in accord with one another. I mean, 
if my faith is great, your faith is great, but we have someone whose faith is like a bit not really good, we have to help. That's why we are church. That's why we are here. Sometimes we think that, oh, you don't have faith, same as me. I just have to leave you. You know, I just have to go away from you. But this is our responsibility to one another. Because the darts that will be thrown will always come from near. That will hurt us. That will hurt us. So whatever those darts that are being thrown, whether it comes from the family, from our spouse, from our close friends, from our loved ones, we have to respond with faith. With faith that God is using it so that we will develop perseverance. Perseverance. Persevere. So we have to repent and accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior and let him take to our faith journey. Our faith journey. And that journey isn't easy. We have to know our priority, our purpose, and we have to be reminded of the promises, and we have to know and learn perseverance. That's the faith with works, and we work with faith. Because before, in tithing, I will always say that once I tithe, I don't have any more problem. You know, it's like, even if it's just very small, I don't worry about what will happen tomorrow. As long as I tithe, God has, his, has the problem. You know, you know what I'm trying to say? That if you do your responsibility to the Lord, you just, you have the faith, you, he will just take care of it. And it's not just about money, just, that's just an example. But if we surrender our everything to God, he will just do his thing. And sometimes he's not early. Most of the time he's not early, really. But we always want him to be early, don't we? We always will because we want to feel secure. You know, that kind of security that we already have what we need for the next month. That's, that is a good feeling. But if we don't, we freak out. But this is what the Lord is saying. Live at a time. Live one day at a time. And then you will be happy. Whatever you are doing, whatever your you know, goal is, just live at a time and never ever compare yourself to anyone. Because when you compare what the Lord is doing to other people, your faith lessens. Because you think that faith, his faith is working, but my faith isn't working. But my friend, comparison is a no-no with God. Because God has chosen us uniquely and wonderfully. We are unique and special to God, whatever we can do. You know, that's what God is telling to us. That kind of vice that we are asking right now, we can do that, do that on our own. It is through the Lord. So I encourage everyone right now, that we, as we sing the how great is our Lord, how great is our God, we will have that kind of faith that comes from the Lord. That no question, because we know who the God is. 
we know our priority, we know our purpose, we know his promises, and we know how to persevere. That perseverance is very difficult because that is how we will be perfect. It's not easy to be perfect, but perseverance will give us that kind. And faith, let us all stand and savor, savor, savor the sweetness with the fellowship with the Holy Spirit right now and right here. Let's raise a hallelujah. Let's stay hopeful.